This is the Humble High School Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Briodigan, co-host Joe DiStefano. Uh, we got guest Bobby Dolan on to talk a little baseball and some other stuff today. So let's get into it. All right, so last night, uh, game one of the World Series, the Red Sox won 8-4. to four. Um, It was a back-and-forth game until the seventh inning. The Dodgers had got a run to get it to within a run, run, one run game, um, and pinch hit of Eduardo Nunez provided a huge uh, shuts the door kind of um, home run, the three run home run to give the Red Sox a lead of eight to four going into the eighth, and they didn't give up a run until they didn't yeah. give up a run for the rest of the game. Yeah, um, they looked good. Bob? Bobby. Um, yeah, they did. De- I so, I Kinsler looked terrible last night. I think we take him out for the rest of the series. I'm really not, you know, I'm not confident Kinsler batting. He looks terrible up there. Um. Yeah, so I I completely disagree. Just because. Kinsler was huge in the Houston series, and he's a huge veteran presence on this team. He's unbelievable at second base in the field. I mean, you can't you can't replace Sheesh. Ian Kinsler. Every guy goes 0 for 4. I mean, that happens to the best players in the league. I mean, you, just because he went 0 for 4 in game 1 I'll doesn't take. mean you should take him right out of the, the whole series. I mean, maybe not the whole series, but, I mean, did, he didn't have a good series last series, batting-wise. Did pretty well. No, dude. I thought Chris Hale was getting chewed up at the beginning of the game when he started pitching anyways. And I, I mean, I, I mean for it, that, it goes both ways. I'm he not good. very what am I saying? the first two guys, gave up a hit, and then retired Machado. Four, four hitters, two strikeouts, one hit, no runs the first Yeah, inning. but ideally, ideally I mean, you want him going past four innings. You don't want your ace pitching four innings. You want him going – I mean – I want I want him to go at least not at least but I want him to go six. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely team sale. I just thought that was not his peak performance. Yeah, last no, time. I not, agree. No, it was definitely not Chris not. Sale. What we wanted out of Chris Sale, but it was good enough for the win. I yeah. mean, Clayton Kershaw yeah. got the loss. He gave up five earned runs. He got the loss in game one. Yeah, um, that's a guy who you would think would pitch really well too. And clearly, it's just not the same in the postseason with. I mean, basically it was serious. Yeah, it's it was huge getting, getting two runs up. right off the bat in the first inning. Really, Mookie, Mookie stealing that base was the momentum yeah, we no, needed. No, the best part about that is free tacos at Taco. Oh Bell. my god, yeah, the free <laughs> tacos, the yeah. free tacos. I've in never been to inning. Taco Bell, but I'm definitely going. I will be going to Taco Bell. He, he's an American hero. Um, American, American hero. Thank People you. that Mookie don't bets. even know about baseball know about Mookie Betts stealing. So let's break this down, though. Um, Brazier came in in the eighth inning. He uh, eighth? Seventh I thought inning, it was seventh. Yeah, seventh inning. He scared he me. Shaky. Give me a hearty. Yeah, give me a hearty. He t- gave I mean, up a run, but only one run. But he had plenty of base runners on, and the Dodgers just couldn't capitalize yeah. on what he was doing. I still have full confidence in Brazier because of the last series he looked unbelievable. Oh, Brazier's been great the whole yeah, postseason. Yeah, he's been great. No, I love the guy, personally. How about bringing in Avaldi? That I mean, yeah. he is unbelievable in the postseason. Yeah, I mean that's like one of those moves they they had in the 
the middle of the year that you look at it and you're like, oh, Evaldi, like solid pitcher, like yeah. No, he's he has been the best pitcher the Red Sox have had this whole postseason. So he is agreed. Was a huge move for the Red Sox to get, and it didn't look like it was like a huge move at the time. It yeah, like exactly. A good move, not a huge move, and he's looks like a superstar Stepped right up. now um, in the postseason. So his pitch count was like under twenty pitches, I believe. It was like it was low, but so he's definitely starting game three. Like he's good to yeah, go. Yeah, and the way Cora is managing is, you know, he's not he's not really looking at the game, the next game. He's looking. He's to win looking. The game yeah, that he's that's in, his whole right? mindset. He's looking at the present. You know, he he's showed that time and time again, bringing in starting pitchers. He has yeah. Porcello and Evaldi in the bullpen every single game. And sale when he needs it after a couple games rest. Um, and, yeah, yeah. I was also – I was very psyched about um, Kimbrough looking really good. I I pray that he keeps it up this whole series. Yeah, so Kimbrough actually – the thing last series was um, someone pointed out to him that – to Cor- Alex Cora, the Red yeah. Sox manager, that Kimbrell may have been tipping his pitches. So Oh, really? Yeah, so basically, as a pitcher, that gets to your head a ton because if you can give any major league hitter somewhat of an advantage or an idea of what kind of pitch you're going to be throwing, um, they'll capitalize on that every single time. And last night was just a huge confidence booster. They didn't even need him. I mean, they're up four runs. But I think Cora brought him in so he could build some confidence going into games when they're really going to need him yeah, for the rest exactly. of the series. One thing I will say about the game, I don't think, I don't think the score reflects the way the game was played. Eight to four, you kind of look at that without watching the game, and you think like Red Sox must have dominated, controlled the game. I, I, there were so many times where I was just so worried for the Red Sox. Like, I, there, there were points where I thought it was all. Yeah, over. it's the World Series. Yeah, it's, it's Dodgers, the World just good key, team. Key hitting any, from the any, Red Sox. Any playoff yeah. sport, you know, the I, moments they get the sport. hit. The Sox can hit anyone. I mean, they came out get two runs off Kershaw. That is huge. Yeah. Absolutely shifts momentum. And also, um, how do you feel about Price tonight? So, yeah, we'll look into game two tonight um, yeah. at Fenway. Hyunju Ryu against David Price. Um, Price probably pitched the best game any Red Sox pitchers pitched thus far in the playoffs. You couldn't ask any more from any yeah. pitcher. I mean, do you mean especially like when it's Price against this the season's Astros. playoffs or just, just ever? Yeah, last uh, This series. season's playoffs. Okay. Um, that's a hot take alert um i mean going up against justin verlander arguably the best post one of the best postseason pitchers of all time hot take not a hot take by the way i like he was unbelievable last year going back to what i said against uh, about um so price you couldn't ask anymore i mean Six innings, three hits, shutout ball against the 131 Houston Astros and nine yeah. strikeouts. He was hitting 96, 95 miles an hour, which we haven't seen from David Price in a long time. And after the game, he actually mentioned in his interview that the night before, well, he was warming up in the ninth, um, he found something out. Now, who knows if this is mechanically, which we assume it is due to in the bullpen, you're focusing on mechanics basically the whole time. Um, and he said he found something out. And that could be the reason why he had success the next day against the Astros, um, beating Justin Verlander, having the Red Sox beat the Astros in five games. Um, you can't ask anymore. Sale, 
I don't I don't know if Sale's gonna do that. I don't know if Evaldi's gonna do that. I don't know if Porcello's gonna do that. That was a great outing out of Price, and that was huge for his confidence. I I, I know you're high on Price, but given yeah, that was a great game last series. But I I feel like you can never. I personally don't have trust in him. Like you can know, he could do yeah either hit or miss tonight because I mean look at look at this postseason besides that game. He's really struggled, but that, that's that a, is his that's most recent game. That is his yeah, most it's his most game. recent. It was also, it was it was definitely obviously his most recent. But I just like I, I'm just a little worried. That's all. He actually said that he he's removed any doubt from his mind after dominating the Astros. Yeah, in that five, is one is thing about Price. Confidence. Yeah, confidence is huge with Price. You know, that w- that was definitely a big confidence boost. If you ever see which his body language plus. when he's not pitching well, you know, he's got his it's hand no over good, his yeah. heart. And he's, you know, sort of, you can see that he's sort of getting nervous, anxious whatsoever. But last game, you could tell from body language alone, he was going to pitch well. He felt good about himself. He was confident, and he did. He delivered what we needed. I just can't. I I can't trust him. I yeah. I can depend on him, and I can rely on him, and I can you know hope he's gonna do well. But there's no talent. He could he could throw three strikeouts and then come out very next inning and walk every single hitter. I I think he's just so hot and cold that you just he did, he also didn't walk a guy last game either, which is something. Really, because a lot of the time you see um, guys walking. I mean, it's it's a normal thing. When right. you don't, when you're not walking someone, it means that you just pitched a hell of a game. Yeah, I feel Fair like enough. he at home. He also puts more pressure on himself to perform well in front of the Boston fans, which I I don't think it's a huge factor. But playing at home, definitely, he definitely has more nerves, and I'm a alert, a little worried about that as well because he can get down on himself very quickly like you said his body body language you know shows it all yeah i mean i i mean looking into tonight i feel really good with price on the mound um i mean he hyun ju ryu has never faced the red sox um you know which will be interesting to see he had carried a 1.97 era during the regular season which is superb he's a Um, lefty correct Superb. Um, I think yeah, he's a lefty. The Sox, this postseason and the regular season, they're fifteen and five at home against lefties, which is huge. Metrics. Um, <laughs> so I think that you, you guys want to talk predictions for score tonight's game and yeah, sure. Um, I'm thinking it's a it's definitely less higher scoring than last agreed. night. Um, definitely agreed. Still pretty high. I'm thinking five three socks. Five three. I'll Sox. put my. I'll put. I mean, I'm obviously socks. I'll put my uh, trust in Price. I I think Sox. this guy Ryu is out for. He's gonna have an early exit. I you think do. the Red Sox I, yeah. are going to terrorize I, him. He's <laughs> never played at Fenway Park. He doesn't know the Sheesh. Boston atmosphere. He's never pitched. Or no, he has pitched in the World Series. Um, He's first time at Fenway Park World Series. Okay. I mean that that is that yeah. is a lot of That's pressure. That's nerves for you. Down right there. That's pressure in the series. I mean, yeah. against the best offense in baseball, one of the best offenses of all time. Yeah, I mean, you 
best Sox team we've ever seen. And like we talked yeah. about last time, the Fenway environment is just something. They were for yeah. any away team. Like like when Mookie saw that base last night, it wasn't him stealing the base that got me jacked up. It was like I could hear the yeah. Like, what no, the no, were that's one from, thing. Yeah, that's one thing. I know a lot of people don't think crowd plays that big of a factor, but Absolutely. I think it played a huge factor. Because personally, I think the crowd sounded way louder than they did in any other series this postseason last night. Obviously, given that it's the World Series, but still, like they sound, it was electric at Fenway. Agreed. And you know, if you look, you got to be confident with JD Martinez right now. Oh my I god! Mean, oh. As I mean, you have been throughout the whole postseason, but there was a stretch against Houston where he wasn't really hitting that well. He yeah. wasn't. And then you saw in Game Five, he took Verlander deep to in the third inning, and you know he. I think he's gotten hot ever since then. He looked unbelievable last night. And talk about hot! I mean, Andrew Benintendi. Oh my God! First I was World just about Series, to mention him. Four hits. I mean, hits. you can't you can't expect more. He's really embraced this playoff atmosphere, especially the World Series atmosphere after getting four hits last night. Yeah, I'm expecting Mookie to really step up this year. He's, I, I forgot I. Forgot his average in the postseason, but it's really it's not too good, and obviously he's, he's gonna be the, the AL MVP. Yeah, exactly. So I expect him to step up this series big time. Joe, what about JBJ tonight? What are you JBJ. thinking? What are you, Joe? Joe's got a lot of faith. Hey, in JBJ. it, base, it bases are loaded. JBJ, the best, the best fielding center fielder in all of baseball. That is a given. Well, I don't know. Take alert. No, that yes, is not a absolutely. Take. He's a gold glover. He is a gold glover. That that means. He I is mean, the I'm best a Sox fan. I may be a little biased, but I'm gonna have to agree with you there. The, I mean, he's Jackie Bradley Jr. I mean, he's had his unbelievable. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. He's, he's had his bad. hitting struggles, but I'm not saying he's bad. Maybe he struggles at the plate. Yeah, maybe he does. Exactly. Calling anyone we need the him. best ever. We that's need a hot him take. In the, uh, I did outfield. not call him the best ever. I said he's the best in the MLB. Fielding center fielder, not a hitter. Fielding wise, in the field you can't get better. Right, I mean, we'll he's had 12, 12 outfield assists, which is unbelievable for an outfield. I mean, the Red Sox outfield that is very good. Decent. Um, I think you should look up like but what wait. a good number of assists is. But um, twelve is unbelievable. Um, hitting wise, though, let's get to hitting. So the, for, throughout the whole regular season, he struggled. He couldn't. He. Ri- could never find his groove. You know, you'd yeah. see him on a couple games. He'd go on, he'd go on a little bit of a hitting streak. You know, he would. Yeah, hit he well. goes on a streak. And then he'd go back to streaky. where he was before, which is like batting in the hundreds. But right. he's been clutch. He had. Think about this Very. for a second. He had three hits last series. Only three hits. Average, not no good. No. Nine RBIs from those three hits. Clutch. All two outs. The first one was a uh, three-run double off the Green Monster to give the Red Sox a 5-4 to four lead after being down 4-2. to two. The next one was a grand slam to put the door away, shut the door against the Houston Astros, two outs. Whoa. And then the next game, he hits a two-run homer with two outs. Yeah, I he mean, did. This guy, he's a clutch hitter. You give him the bases, you give him guys on bases with two outs, I feel great about him. And last night, maybe he didn't have a hit. But if you remember the first his first at bat, he had a guy on second. Right. It was a hard hit ball. It was a hard hit ball, hit ball yeah. that should usually goes up it the middle. It should have gone through, but positioning, yeah. 
second base. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Machado, I'm a little nervous uh, the matchup Machado versus Price tonight because when Machado was in Baltimore, he hit five home runs off of uh, 44 plate appearances. Um, and I think if he has guys on bases, he's always nerve-wracking, especially against Price. You're right. I think you'll be able to tell early whether Price is going to have a good game or not. If he gets through that first inning and strike out on Justin Turner or if he faces Machado, if he doesn't go one, two, three, strike out on him, no runs, mm-hmm. maybe one hit, no hits, yeah, yep. no walks, I think you're in for a he's really special a game start. again for David Price because now he's got the confidence that he, yep. didn't, he never had in the postseason. By the way, I – I think I was a little too harsh on Kinsler. I do agree. We need him in the field. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I'm just thinking back on okay. it right now. I was calling him awful. Like, I mean, at the plate, he's looked awful. But yeah, we do need him in the field. All right. Final score predictions for tonight, Joe. Go ahead. Eight to three. Boston wow. takes it. Bold. Wow. Five earned runs off Ryu. Wow. Gone in the fourth. Actually, yeah. Very aggressive. I could be more Bob, higher scoring. Bobby like, said Bob. five three. Change? I'll, I'll stick with it. But five three socks, eight three socks. I got Price giving up two earned runs or less. That's bold. Six, six four innings. socks. Six I'm going innings. six four six socks. Four? Now what do you think? Do you think Price pitches well? Do you think he? I think Price gets not too well. I, I don't think. He, I you don't think he's going to get knocked around? I think he's going to crack under the pressure. I don't want him to. I really don't want him I to. But I think it's he's it's crack hard because. I was going to say, I think Price does, like, mediocre, but I feel like it's really – he either gets racked or he does very well. I'm not – I'm I'm really – I'm iffy with Price. I'm not sure. I think the Dodgers are going to score four runs. Early? And I think they're going to score them all off of Price. Off, yeah. I mean – All four. Could happen. No. 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 <laughs> I think I think you're going to see Price pitch very well. Because okay. what, what you were saying about pressure – you're right. It's the World Series, Game 2. There's a ton of pressure on David Price to perform well in front of Boston. Yeah. But how much more pressure really is that than going up against Justin Verlander, one of the best postseason pitchers in modern times, and throwing against the 103-win Astros and throwing a six-inning, no-walk, nine-strikeout shutout And he, he had a lot to prove in that game. He like did. It was really like, can he, like, can he ever pitch well in the postseason? Because... What was he? Zero and nine before that start in the postseason. I think it, I think yeah, that 0-9. it was zero and nine. Yikes! So he had a lot to prove in that game, and I think he did prove that he could perform well. But I mean, I'm still we gotta see if he can be consistent with it tonight. That's I'm re- I'm hoping. Trust me. You guys want to do series uh, predictions, or are we we not doing that yet? Yeah, let's 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 I'll let's do, let's, let's, let's do series predictions. Why not? All right. What do you think? Go ahead. You go first. I, I need to think. I need to think. I didn't think of that. Want me to go first? Yeah, go you, go first. you go first. 4-1 Sox. So five games. Who loses? Where do they win? Um, That's that's a good question. Um, I think – so I think Evaldi gets the win. And if it were – if someone were to lose, I think it's either Price tonight or – um. Did you just pick him to win, though? I'm just asking. No, no, I didn't. I said so you don't think the Red Sox are gonna win. Yeah, no, no, I do think they're gonna win. But if they do get a loss, it's again, it's Price or okay. Por- I was gonna say Porcello, which you know I'll stand by that. I'll say Porcello then. Good point. 
Joe. Call it I a mean, hot like, take. Sorry, going back to do you want me to, I know I'm predicting four one, but I'm not gonna pick the Sox to lose tonight, you know, as a Sox fan. I'm not gonna pick I would say they were going to go... No, uh, you can pick them to lose, and you can still root for them. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I know. I just feel like if I pick them to lose, I'm kind of, like, turning my back on them a little bit. No, 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 no. You can pick them to lose. You can still root for them. I mean, you're from Boston. Yeah, I know. Sure, there's plenty of Boston. Call it a hot take. Hot take. It's going to be a hot take. Series sweep. Joey, hot take. 2004, series sweep. 2007, series sweep. Joey, 2013... Six games. Oh, God. Series sweep. Oh, God. It's going to happen. <laughs> Evaldi's going to pitch great. Could Price happen. is going to pitch great. I mean, they look great. Porcello's going to pitch a solid game. These Red Sox are something we've never seen before. The big, big play after big play. Batting in the high 300s with men in scoring position. I mean, I what year it- do you see the Red Sox go down and then the next inning some guy like, Jackie Bradley Jr. It's a three-run double off the wall, the nine-hitter. You never see that. You yeah. don't see Andrew Benintendi, left fielder, making a diving catch with bases loaded, taking that gamble. Because if that ball goes by him, they're losing that game. Taking that gamble and making that play. Yeah. The, these Red Sox this year are something special. 108 wins, franchise record. They're, they're special. Game seven, Sox win. My prediction. You really? Game seven, Sox win. I, yeah, I, I don't think it's uh, – gonna go that far I think Sox either went in four or five I picked five but like Joe said he kind of called me out on it I predict I predicted uh Price to win tonight and I said if they were to lose it would be Price but I'm so I may go back on my uh on that predict I may say Porcello would would be the one to lose if we do lose a game all right all right so six games four games no, five games you said five I said they went in seven Oh, seven yeah, games. Yeah, said seven. You Chuck's said five. Seven. I have a series sweep. Series sweep. I like right. it. I like it. So, go we got, Red we got Sox some variety tonight. going there. Um, let's move into uh, some fantasy football. Absolutely. Um, like so, that. Bobby, you got any sleepers this week? Anyone to look at um, in particular that yeah, might be available in most leagues? Available? I don't know. To pick up know. on the waiver wire? Yeah, I don't know if this guy will be available. And I'm not sure if he's a complete sleeper, but Nick Chubb, obviously, uh, last week with 14 points. And it's not like he had a limited number of carries because he's getting pretty much all the carries. But right. he had 18 carries, 14 points. Um, The game before, he had three carries, so obviously his carries. Yeah, he is owned in 84% of leagues. So yeah. I know. I I'm trying to think. I looked at the free agents today in the league where and, and I couldn't really find any one that personally I would pick up and that's a sleeper, but you have any? Um I think Jalen Richard. Jalen Richard um on the Oakland Raiders. He's owned in thirty four point four percent of leagues. He's went up this week to being owned by plus 24.9% of leagues going just because of this week alone. He's been getting picked up. Um, now, there's a lot to look at at Jalen Richard. I mean, he's, he's available. Um, there's only one guy who's averaged more receiving yards per route running among tailbacks than Richard, and it's Tariq Cohen with 23% of teams passing 
going to Amari Cooper, and Amari Cooper's gone now. For yeah, I Oakland has a bye week this week too. I think I believe, but his numbers. I'm just looking at him now. They have not. Why do you think he's gonna no, put they're, up? They're playing Indy this week. Oh, they are. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they had a bye week last week. My bad. They're playing Indy. Um, yeah, I can agree with that. It's just the only thing is his numbers like look terrible the past. I mean. Six weeks, four, five, three, five, zero, seven. Like, why do you think he's all of a sudden going to have a great week? Due to Amari Cooper's absence. Because okay. he took most of the Stepping receptions. In. And it's good, yeah. Cooper's gone now. He's okay. on Dallas. All right. I think he's going to get a lot of receptions. He's going to get big points. I'm for that. Um, Now, hot takes. Hot takes. Hot or not. Doug Baldwin, so he's... He was injured weeks one through four, mm-hmm. one through three, actually. Yeah. He wasn't really full strength weeks four or five. Um, he had a bye week last week, and week six, he finally looked good. He had 91 yards receiving. He's playing Detroit this week. Doug Baldwin scores 13 or more points. Hot or not? Um. Not. He's heating up. I think I, I would say hot. Or no, I would say yes because he doesn't. I feel like on the Seattle, he doesn't really have much other. Or Russell Wilson doesn't have many other people to go to. Dude, Lockett, Ty yeah, Lockett Ty Lockett. Good, I have. I actually have him. I have him on my team. But the reason why he had Baldwin so many out. points, the yeah, last whatever six weeks, seven weeks, was yeah, exactly because Baldwin's out. So he's going to be the main target. Yeah, he's going to be the main target. Hot or not, David and Joku is the number one tight end this week in fantasy. He's had a touchdown the last two weeks in each game. He's questionable. He has the most points among tight ends in fantasy this week. Um, Going I, up against Pittsburgh. I disagree with that. I think I'm going with my man Travis Kelsey. He's I'd, I'd agree, too. I agree. You do? I, I think – I I mean, I'll pick you out. I think – Kelsey is the most consistent, and we'll put up that. He's playing Denver's D, which had a great week last week, by the way. 33 points, and unbelievable. Uh, but I think uh, the Chiefs torch them. Kelsey gets either a touchdown or two. All right, so my hot take is that Marlon Mack scores 20 or above points this week. He scored 29 last week against Buffalo. 126 yards rushing and a touchdown. I w- yeah, I was Does actually. Does he gonna... score 20 or more points? That's was... my hot take. I think he will. All right, I got a hot take also. All right. It's kicker week in the NFL. Every <laughs> single week, every single week, or every single year, there's one week in each NFL season where ev- everything goes wrong with kicking. There's like missed field goals. Like well, I mean, crazy. it's been like that all year. I mean, Mason Crosby is a Hall of Fame kicker. He missed. Went 0 for 4 on field goals in a game against Detroit and missed an extra point. I mean, when does that happen? All I'm saying is, that if is yeah, a, that was. If you're in a league and what's you're not thinking also, about your kicker, pick one up. It's gonna be a big week for Justin kickers. Tucker missing the uh, game-winning extra point. That was very surprising. That was. I mean, yeah, I mean, he hasn't. He's. I he's, don't think he's, he's ever knocked, missed an extra yeah, point. Yeah, he's in his knocked career. down. And he's when it matters, arguably the best kicker in the league. I think that it was 14, and they're about to tie it up, but. He missed. You could see actually see his. Uh, you see his expression, his f- on his face. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, he was he was shocked. You're shocked. It's I mean, I was season. shocked as well. 
Um, season. Any hot takes? Hot takes. Um, not really. I'm I'm not really a big hot takes type of guy. All I'm right, that's fine. All right, you guys want to do want to do Bruins? Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about if Bruins. You wanna. All right, so the Bruins played the uh, the Senators. Um, last night. Last night they won four to one, which was good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, they've lost to the Senators before. Five, two, and two. Past seasons. First in the Atlantic. Yep. Um, Pasternak had two goals and two assists, which is like, that's a good night in the NHL. Bergeron with a goal and two assists. Krejci with a goal and assist. And uh, Marshawn had an assist and somebody else. That first line has been unbelievable this year. Absolutely. Bergeron is like the most plain, straightforward, just like fundamentals hockey player. He's not flashy. Great defensive forward as well. Oh, my God. I mean, Bergeron already has 16 points. He's the definition of a, an offensive defenseman. He's 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 the yeah. third defenseman. Basically. Seven goals, nine assists. I mean, he's he had a hat trick the game before against the Senators earlier in the year. He's just so versatile. It's like when he makes the All Star game just because of his numbers and his stats and like his popularity and his votes. And then he goes and he just like he doesn't do anything special. You see those guys there; they do all like the the shooting drills and all that. I mean, he's he's just there. Now, how yeah. about Marchand? You know, you look at him as a scorer, one probably the Bruins' primary scorer. Oh yeah. And he's got only two goals, but he has 11 assists, 13 points this I mean, year. That's just the type I mean, of player he is. He, he's he's, he's a supporting player. He's the type of player you he want, fires you me want up. on your line. Already won knockout on the year as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he, we talked about that last time. He, he did, yeah. Awesome. He killed him. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, so, that guy is. And <laughs> Pasternak, personally my favorite player, 15 points, 10 goals, 5 assists. I mean, this guy is – he's – He's came through with a lot of highlight reel goals this year. I mean, last night, last night he had one. New Patrick Kane, hot take. Hot, you can you can call that. I wouldn't even say that's hot. He's the new Patrick Kane. This this Patrick dude is, is he's the real deal. is here. I mean, it, it's always the young guys in the NHL too that you see. You see like a cycle of young guys that just come in every I mean, year. I mean, Connor McDavid's freaking unbelievable. Not gross. Yeah. I, I don't even. We don't even have enough time to get into how skilled yeah. Connor McDavid is, but it, it's. People are sleeping on the Bruins. That's all I'm gonna say. People don't think the Bruins are a playoff contender. They didn't. They didn't do great in the playoffs last year, and they did all right. But I think this year they. They hold the contention for the Stanley Cup. Absolutely. Absolutely, I totally agree. Um, so, just to add this in, wanna let's talk about um. The Celtics. Celtics. Just a little bit. Like that. I mean, obviously they don't look. That good. I mean, granted, I think it's four games in. You yeah. read, you read the names on their starting five. I yeah, and, that's what I was. I was about to say that mind. it blows your mind. But I mean, two and two, it's just a start. But not great. I think it's all about chemistry. They just need it once they get their yeah, chemistry get down. They're the best. I mean, behind the Warriors, I. Th- I mean, are the best team in basketball. Second best team in basketball. Warriors are getting irrelevant. You know, they need. They need. Someone, I think they need an extra somebody up front, big man that could really score for them, and yeah, not just Horford, and not just Cause not just because uh, Baines can't really Baines score. Is, he's he's okay. more of a big, off the bench. yeah. I want to see, I want to see the rookie Robert Williams play. I want to see. Him I know, in the yeah, game. you love that guy, Brad Stevens. If you're listening to this, he's got his get his stuff together though. Robert Williams, Obviously Brad Stevens. Is he has, to this. <laughs> he has everything you need. To be 
an all-star. He has his athleticism is unbelievable. He's six ten. He can jump through the gym. He can shoot. He can dunk. He can rebound. He can block. I mean, he's fast. You hear he, that, bad, Brad? He has better than LeBron. So he has so much going for him. I want to see him get in a game. I want to see what he can do. So much. Um, also, hot take. Okay. Hot or not, actually, it's just a question. I don't yep. completely believe this. Tatum. Jason Tatum. Hot or not? Yep. He is the Celtics' best player come the postseason. Over um, Kyrie Irving. I'm going to go hot take simply off the fact that you just you read their starting five and you think Kyrie Irving or Gordon Hayward. But being from I Boston think and seeing what, and seeing what he Hayward. did last I year, I, I 100% agree no, with you. I'm building I, a I team, also, no, not I even agree. for the future, I'm going Tatum over Hayward. Tatum, this guy is the real deal. Over Hayward, yeah. If you ask me to build a team around one player, I'm picking Tatum. A- any player in the NBA. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Maybe, maybe between LeBron. If you're asking between LeBron and Tatum, I'm picking Tatum. I'm picking I mean, Tatum. That's that, a hot I mean, take, but I'm younger. picking Tatum. Yeah, he is younger. Age and Obviously LeBron's, LeBron's one of those better. players you put I on mean, a team, and it's the LeBron show. Everybody else is just a supporting guy. I, I wouldn't I, – I mean, yeah. LeBron he makes everyone else – himself because he's LeBron James. Right, because yeah. he's LeBron but James. He but he tries to get his teammates involved. But I don't think – I, don't, I really involved. don't think it's good for chemistry. I think Tatum is one of those players who he's, he's humble enough that he's willing to – But if, if you have Tatum on a team with, like, the – not as much depth as the Celtics and not, like, the starting lineup, like, as good of a starting lineup as the Celtics, you never know how he would perform. Like, LeBron, you can put him anywhere and he would be unbelievable, you know? Yeah. It's really right. – like, that Cavs team last year, not – debatable, but not – I not a good team at all. And LeBron just made them so much better, bringing them to the finals. They had no place there. All right. Um, good point. Um. Moving on, let's get to the Patriots, and then we'll uh, finish things up. Um, they're playing the Bills this week on Monday Night Football. Slaughter. We saw Josh it Gordon look good yeah. last week. He made an incredible play Ew. on fourth down, catching a great jump ball. I mean, you can't – not many receivers could catch that ball that Brady threw there. Um, what are we seeing on Monday Night Football against I'm the Bills? I think you're seeing a blowout. Uh, I, I oh yeah, I think that's not a hot take at all. That I mean, no, not at yeah, all. Yeah, not at all. The Pats are gonna blow the Bills out. I have full confidence, but I think you see Josh Gordon get more not not only more yards but more receptions because yeah, more targets. Yeah, more targets because him and Brady are at first you could kind of see that he's been playing well, but you could see the there was some missed passes like him and Brady weren't exactly on the same page. But once they're on the same page, which I think they're going to click this week, he's going to be unbelievable. Like, even better than he's been playing. Yeah, like, and, and the Bills. are Their the offense Bills are is horrific. the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, people oh are literally God. asking, is the Bills' offense the worst offense ever? <laughs> they are on pace right now to be the worst offense ever. I don't even know. Is uh, Sorry, I don't follow the Bills I mean, at they're all, playing is, Derek Anderson. At starting quarterback. That's what I was about to ask. Who's there? Who, Who is even that guy? is there? Star- Who is he? Because you can't. Peterman. Derek Anderson? He sounds like a generic 2K <laughs> player. I mean. You can't start we, Peter. Peterman. You can't start Nathan Peterman <laughs> he either. He is the worst. He Hot is the take. worst. Hot take. Nathan Peterman's going to play this weekend, and he's going to drop. No, they already announced that they're going to play Anderson. Hot take. Ander- Anderson's going to get injured during practice this week. 
no. Peterman's going to have the best week of his life. Of his entire life. Hot take. Hard no. Not. not against the Patriots. No, not the no five way. interceptions in the first half, Nathan Peterman. No oh way. Oh, my God. Um, how about, right. how about Come not, on, Nathan. <laughs> sorry, one more thing. How about not only the game losing interception, but after after that, just <laughs> blowing it even more to intercept. Like, it's just, he's hard to watch. Oh, God, he's awful. Okay. What else we got? Um, Let's talk uh, some boxing. Floyd Mayweather. Yep. Boxing. This is I mean, what I we've like. seen a this lot is what I of like. talk from Floyd Mayweather in the last month or two i mean he first posted that's what he talks and he talks that he he does back it up though no Um, he backs it up he backs it up but he i'm not even talking i'm not even talking in the boxing sense i'm talking he always like oh yeah he's a he's he's, always like he he said he was gonna fight pacquiao uh, but now pacquiao yeah pacquiao i saw in the news is I think he's going to fight uh, Adrian Bronner. Yeah, so yeah. They, he's trying to make – he said he's coming out to fight Manny Pacquiao. Then shortly after, Khabib defeated Conor McGregor. There's talk now between him and Khabib to oh, have a potential God. boxing match with Khabib. Khabib called him I, out and said there can only be one king. Listen up, but UFC's my, my specialty. This guy – this guy – one sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, This guy, Khabib <laughs> – he can't box with Conor McGregor. He could never box with Conor McGregor. He beat Conor McGregor Joe, because he's a he's good wrestler. He's an animal. We he all is an animal. Joe, he can't box with Conor Joe, McGregor. He you can't. can't underestimate Conor McGregor Khabib. is a better boxer than he's Khabib. Insane. He is. He's it's an enough. animal on the Conor ground. Conor McGregor right. is a way better boxer than Habib. And the only, I mean, Habib's wrestling, obviously, is what beat Conor. But if so, if he can't beat Conor in, a bo- in boxing, wait, he, he did show that he knew how to box, obviously. He's in the UFC, but... Uh, against Floyd, he would get picked apart. Like, Floyd would just toy with him. I agree. So, last question is, do you think we're going to see one of these fights happen? Floyd Mayweather against Khabib, McGregor <sighs> too, or Pacquiao? Are we going to see this? I think you see... I don't think you see Mayweather-Habib because I think, think Habib is so them, in love though? with... Do you think, you think you see one of those fights happen um, in the future? I think if you're gonna see one, it's not Connor too. Uh, not Connor too because Connor wants to. He's already stated he wants to stay in the UFC. But I think you see if you see one of them, which I don't think you're gonna. You see Habib versus uh, Floyd. Okay, I think you're gonna see. Just to make things short, um, I think you're gonna see Mayweather make a return to the ring. I don't know against who. Yeah. But I think you're gonna see it happen. All right, uh, that's my last take of the day, so it's going to be a hot one. Uh, for the sport of boxing, we need Floyd Mayweather to fight Eric Butterbean Esh. <laughs> um, that's all I got. That's uh, all I got on boxing. Um, all right, we should probably just wrap it up on that. <laughs> all right. So. All right. Okay. All right. So uh, that's been the Humble High School Sports Podcast. Charlie Brodigan, Joe Stefano. Special thanks to Bobby Dolan for coming in to discuss. Uh, uh, go Sox. Go Sox. Thank you, guys. We'll see you in the next one.